0: Okay, um, hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame, I am your host Daniel the Flame, and this episode will be about the anime Slayer's Try. if you're wondering why I'm speaking in such a monotone way, um, it is because a monotone in, in such a, uh, a monochromic tone. whatever. I just ah fuck. Uh, I tried. I tried. Tried. I really tried. I'm not being funny on the word play because the anime was called Slayers. Try. No, I, I seriously tried to watch this and enjoy it. Um, I actually like Slayers. Um. Or should I more applicably put it? I like. Slayers next. The second season of the Slayers um, series, uh, if you will. The movies and the OVAs are honestly um, nothing memorable. They're fairly gimmicky and just kind of off-brandish uh, manga stuff. Really, really nothing sticks out when it comes to slayers which is one of the reasons why the franchise itself is not it's just mm kind of if there's anything that it has going for it that's just amazing it's the music um seriously like just come on man (laughs) like like one of the one of the greatest like anime um uh one of the greatest like voices behind like anime songs played lena inverse in Slayers Japanese version. And I didn't know that. Until I tried to look up exactly. Like certain stuff about Slayers before. Um, like right after I finished seeing try. So. So like I, I really. I've always enjoyed the music for Slayers. Um, I started watching it. A while back. Why am I giving you this history lesson? You don't need to know this shit. You want to know about the anime. Um, yeah. So I'm going to just cut it right there. So. Because um, yeah, I was about to piss myself off. So. Slayers Try was a shit show. Um, it's twenty six episodes of honestly nothing. Just just nothing, nothing detrimental, nothing new, nothing um, experimented on. Aside from it's just stringing you along to some empty plot that honestly has absolutely no emotional weight, no type of relevancy. To anything that the characters had going on. They were forced into a situation. And then at the end of it. They just willingly accepted the situation. And and just. By the time it was all over with. Everyone just went their separate ways. That was it. That's that's all that it did. And then considering that it started with everyone having their own stake. Into why they started. It just seems idiotic. That it would end on a note where they're just like. Well we saved the day guys. And that's just so fucking stupid it was so stupid cuz considering that i have tried to watch slayers try multiple times throughout my life <laughs> okay this is a very this is a old anime it came out like around like um in japan like 1997 or something so it's one of the 90s anime in japan that essentially most americans probably saw in like the 2000s so I seen all of Slayers Next, and I fucking loved it. Um, Slayers Next does have problems, like there's a lot of problems with Slayers Next, but um, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but the overall payoff at the end of Slayers Next is god is it good? Like just everything that they did that was good. the 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 main villain of the series was amazing. The build up. To what exactly was going on was really good. My God, I just, I just really, really, really like Slayer's next. I've seen it. Ah, man, it's just so good. Hellmaster Fabrizzo was a genius, man. I, I, I his name is cool. Hellmaster for and the man can freaking control souls. Ah, genius. So genius. But I digress. So. My issue with Slayers Try is that basically, like most idiots when it comes to watching anime, that is either of a continuation of a season or basically is a brand new rendition of an anime, which you can always tell when the name changes. Because once the name changes, then this is no longer the anime that you like. This is something different. Um, Much like how Slayers Next is totally different from the original Slayers. And honestly, I prefer Slayers Next... Over Slayers. Um, man, turning Gowry evil and him whooping everybody's ass even though they can do magic and he can't. And he used the sword of light because Hellmaster Brizzo took over his body. God damn it, that was good. Oh, Slayers Next is so good. If you want to watch anything and you're in a mood for seeing some, like an anime that you can just sit through or you want to binge watch, look up Slayers Next. It, it's good. So, with Slayers Try, I. I've always seen like the first five episodes of Slayers try um originally uh when I got into Slayers after I've seen all of Slayers next I saw the first five episodes of Slayers try and I was just how do I put this I I was interested It, it was interesting what they had going on was very interesting. Um, Slayer's tribe opens up with them understanding that since Hellmaster for prison was dead, he actually had a barrier put up in the land that they lived in. So they weren't really connected to the greater outside area. Um, the greater outside world. They actually were in a very closed off small section of the world. They just never could venture outside of it because of Hellmaster Fibrizo's barrier. Since he died in the previous season, then it, it now they were off to explore and Um, meet these new groups of people new races and whatnot, because they really didn't know how the outside world functioned now then the Venturing party that was supposed to go out into the outside world got destroyed and then Lena and her group are basically the people who now represent the regular people or represent the people to these other people Um, this is a very interesting concept and honestly, I liked it uh, because of the fact that it gave them some type of importance as well as a responsibility that they could easily use to, you know, drag them by the nose into doing certain situations and whatnot. But it just made a lot for, it, you know, it, it could just, it was a new change of pace and for them to interact with people more so as, you know, begrudgingly, even though they really don't care to interact with these people, they kind of have to since it's their fault that the, um, since it's their fault of what happened to the actual people who were supposed to introduce themselves to these new groups of people and they now took on the responsibility as being the representative so they have to because it's their responsibility. You know, all you need is just that one character to constantly just force them into that role which easily could have been Amelia who was supposedly you were supposed to be a part of that, um, exposition of um expedition of uh people. Exposition expi- yeah, expedition of people who were originally going to um meet up and see these new people in these new lands and then tell them about what they have in their lands and whatnot. So, you know, you could easily just had her try to push that along, and be like, Hey, we're supposed to be representatives and then they Get in the wacky stuff and, you know, deal with the plot. It, it just, it like, on paper, it seems like this could have easily been done. But they just immediately fucked up. Um, and it's like, after five episodes, and it just got really, really stupid. I'm <laughs> just like, I don't know why. It just got really, really stupid. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen the five episodes over and over and over again. I don't know. But again, the five episodes kind of build up exactly what the series is supposed to be about you get um Lena basically being against the whole idea of being forced into doing something that she doesn't want to do then them bringing up the fact that she wasn't the first person that they wanted to ask it was actually her older sister but she's at a part-time job and so she told Lena to do it and Lena's really afraid of her sister and that was a a funny gag because you know Slayers is all about the gags Uh, If you've ever watched 90s anime, then you understand that the gag shit gets old real fast. And they just... They never... There's so many anime that came out in the 90s that just never got over that hurdle where they were anything other than those fucking gags. And that shit pisses you off whenever you see it because they just... They just double down on those jokes that just... Fuck. (laughs) And it's like the shit it does nothing for the story and it's like yo they try to make something serious or they try to make something funny and i don't know if it's just how just just from a cultural difference but it's like yo they sit there and they try to throw in a whole bunch of uh information and expedition uh and uh, exposition and then like um an exposition or expedition I'm mixing up words. What the fuck, man? (laughs) And they just they just give you so much information and everything and then at the same time they have characters who'll pop up and do something silly. And then it's like, yo, in in any world, would this be the time for this shit to happen? Like why are we getting goofy right now? You know, and it's like people lives are on the line and then you throw in some lame ass dumb joke simply for the fact that it's like this is this is supposed to be funny. And it's like, yo, there's a time and place for everything, but it's like, yo, just it's just like the jokes themselves miss, and then like they don't carry uh, in a time they like they did not age well. They are not well aged jokes, and that is apparent for a lot of '90s anime, but Slayers has the short end of the stick because basically they're a perfect example of when that shit is just overbearing and unfunny for a long like just for so much. Like there's just so many episodes in Slayers Try that just fucking tried too damn hard to just be either funny little filler episodes because I say I'm gonna say this a lot, but they had filler episodes in in the goddamn anime that's in this original thing, they had filler episodes oh, that's so stupid. It's just, it's just dumb to say. But it, but realistically, it fits because the episodes did nothing to the plot and they were just there. So, filler episodes. <laughs> so, really, really fucking dumb. I mean, anytime you have old people pretending to be Power Rangers and nothing is moving along or is making any sense, that you should be able to look at it and go, yeah, this isn't... This shouldn't be here. This is, this is made up. This is fake. And then, like, the actual story is supposed to be one thing and this does nothing to contribute to that this is a filler so they did that a lot and uh, just that really dumb but the um i have to keep going back to the fact that the first five episodes are actually something that um i actually cared to have like i i, I have the first five episodes so i um I just, after watching the rest of it, I was like, what is the point outside of just the initial build-up for what their story is supposed to be rather than what the actual outcome of the story truly is? Um, With them going towards uh, them meeting new people and going into this new world, you know, they have Lena and her crew. Now, this is where things get interesting. They have um, Zell Goddess with them, who is a half-man, half-golem his reason for being there is that he wanted to know in this new world will they have some new form of magic that'll be able to cure him of his, of him being a chimera so he was forcibly fused with a golem um and he wants to not be that way he wants to be a human his whole body is covered in rock um and so he wants to be human and so what i thought was interesting is that basically throughout the anime he would Personally, be going around looking at ruins, different artifacts, or trying to find out different things about magic, in order to get closer to that core aspect of his character, which was a major thing for him. Um, it 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 defines everything about him. It's why he has that loner wanderer persona or whatever. Um, and that completely falls to the wayside after they just they after they try to drop in who the villain of this season is supposed to be um i'm gonna say season because that's the general term for anime stuff now but basically back then that's not how that shit worked um like i said if you had a different name you were a different anime you are a different you are of a different being so nothing was done with the concept of franchising it was done with the concept of yo anime that'll make money for this season you know in terms of air date seasons so for within this span of time in which we can play something we have something to play period the end and it was like will it have a continuation will it get, like is it are we getting a second season over or anything like that you don't know so you designed it and you made it to where it was like yo when it ends this could be if it just was the finale period so they basically went through that twice already and then when they got to slayer's try they were doing it for a third time and Much like any type of burnout, you burn out. So that's the only thing I could possibly chalk it up to. And it's like, that's just how anime was done back then. Um, Now is more so the same process with a lot of different anime. You know, you're lucky if you get a continuation of a second season. But a lot of anime now are created with the idea that they could get a second season. So they'll leave their endings up in the air or leave you on a cliffhanger um most of the time it's like if it's intended for just the one uh rendition of it then they'll just they'll end it you know it's just it'll be that or like you know the manga will have more content while the anime just stopped at a certain point the the shit like that happens all the time but back then the 90s and whatnot is a different ball game much different ball game so the anime were hella different hella different so um it's like, that's not an excuse for the bullshit in Slayers try, but just so you can understand exactly what the fuck I know. So when I went into this, you know, seeing what I'm seeing and just getting upset the way that I did, you know, it's like, I, I know what they have to go through, but that's not an excuse for what they did. Because again, this was the third time of them doing this. And it was like, yeah, even if they burned out, they burned out. They ruined their own characters, their own, um, their own story, as well as their own validation from shit past, like from the past season um, up to this current season. So a lot of stuff that happened in Slayers Next basically was immediately disowned. Like it's like when Slayers Trust started, it was like, "Yo, you're you're keeping up with the lore. You're keeping into everything that's going on. Hellmaster is dead, so the barrier that he set up is now gone." So now you have this new world to explore with new stuff. And then they drop in a guy who wants to get revenge on them for killing Gob, the Demon Dragon King, who was the... He was the bad guy of the last season, but he wasn't the grand schemer behind everything. So, essentially, it's like... how should i it's like essentially let's say you watch dragon ball z and you replace frieza with captain ginyu so everything and everyone is talking about captain ginyu captain Ginyu's is really powerful captain Ginyu's is really strong and whatnot and then captain ginyu dies and then frieza shows up now and then like that's who the villain is Essentially, that was the relationship between Hellmaster for Brizzo and Gov. So, throughout everything that they had going on, Gov was always set up to be the big baddie. But then in the end, when you find out that it was Hellmaster for Brizzo who basically had his own plans going on, and he um, just bogarted his way into dealing with these people and was forcing our characters into doing something that essentially no other villain has been able to do. All the villains have always chalked it up to just being some fight me, fight me, fight me. Are you strong enough to fight me? We need to learn something to be able to fight them. Fight me, fight me, fight me. Then when you get to Hellmaster, who was just so unbelievably above these motherfuckers. (laughs) And it was just ridiculous to think that, um, you know, like there was no way for them to just be like, fight me. He didn't even allow them to do that. It was just... I'm telling you the only way to stop me is to do this. But if you do this, I'm going to get what I want. And that's literally how it all had to play out. As much as they wanted to deny his master plan, his master plan was fucking perfect and ingenious. It's just, you, in order for you to kill me, you have to do this. But if you do this, I'm going to kill you and do what I want. And then it's just, they saw the futility of everything that was going on. So then the game became... How do I piss you off to make you want to kill me? And that's exactly what he did. He pissed this emotionally driven character because that's what Lena is. Lena is not a calm, cool-headed, collected person. She's an emotionally hot-headed girl who is constantly doing over-the-top magic shit and trying to get away with it. And so then just pushing to the point where it's like, even if she knows me doing this could get me killed. And it's like, me doing this is what he wants. And I'm the only one who can do it. And then him just basically forcing her to do it under some torturistic type shit was, was fucking awesome. <laughs> to me, he, he exclaimed as he gallivanted over Slayers Next and how much he liked it. But at Slayers' try, they introduced a guy who that's the main bad guy who was a subordinate of Gov, the other bad guy. Now, this might make sense in the terms of you know the main bad guy who was introduced and the prolonged one that they kept trying to hint at within the series of Slayers Next was Gov but realistically Gov constantly sent out his subordinates to try and kill Lena and the rest of them he sent out a bunch of different people for them to fight and then they kept talking and bringing him up and bringing him up and it was like like what his plans were and what he was trying to do and all that stuff so the fact that there was a subordinate who was just as powerful if not more powerful than a lot of his other subordinates that didn't try to fight them or stop them when god was interested in trying to kill them fight them and stop them just makes him retarded now I would be hard pressed to let um what's his name? Uh Valgov, that was his name on Slayer's Try. I would have would have been okay if Valgov, they would have had to change his name because he got his name from Gov, he mixed it. But um if they were to make Valgov a subordinate of Hellmaster for Brizzo, because Hellmaster for Brizzo didn't send subordinates after Lena and them. He was there himself, but he was one of the four uh Great demons, or something like that, great monsters, or something like that, that control everything. So, just, he was powerful enough to have had his own subordinates. But he didn't need his subordinates to get them all to do what he was trying to do, because he was already doing that. So, it would have made a hell of a lot more sense if Valgov was Hellmaster for Brizzo's subordinate. And it would have fit within the theme of the fact that now the Hellmaster is gone, a lot more shit has opened up to the world. So, there would be a lot more people or more monsters who possibly would have served under him who were now like, hey, you know, if they cared, they would want revenge or whatever. But the fact that it was a dude who worked for Gov who already sent some of his abominants after Lena and the crew, and they all got killed, and then Gov personally came after them, and then he got killed, and then he blames Lena and them for doing it when it was Hellmaster for Brizzo that killed Gov really fucking stupid and like that was a contradiction that they brought up in trial all the time and it pissed me off but just a really stupid small little curveball not small but a really stupid continuity thing that they did that just pissed me off and took me out of a lot of what was going on throughout the rest of the series now the dumbest thing that they had to do with valgov is that they wanted valgov to be the villain but also to be the sympathetic villain. Um Slayers has no right whatsoever to do this. Um the show is not written this way um for them to have characters that come off this way nor do they even allow themselves to do this with a lot of their heroes when it's not an emotionally fixated point with them. Um Really, they, uh, to sit there and make, like, a villain to become sympathetic when he is not someone who we initially see or try to sympathize with. The dude initially show showed himself wanting to kill the heroes. Anything that he brings up after that about his sad, pathetic life, you just toss to the wayside as, you know, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you, what, what are you bitching about? You sound so stupid. So, you, and it's like, doing this with the hero is fine. But again, them doing, them, them overusing of the gags, the fact that they basically have character motivation just kind of dissipate after a while, and a lot of characters who have real cool, deep, meaningful backstories or things that are fairly interesting with these characters just kind of get tossed around in order for them to be a, a joke. Amelia, um, the my, my least, the character I do not like the most and my least uh, can't even say least favorite because you would have to be a favorite in order for you to be the least favorite uh, the character I find just the most incompetent and off-putting out of every character in Slayers is um, Amelia and Amelia's whole thing is like this love justice peace person and in which case she, she basically acts like a living a living personification of what the American Power Rangers were <laughs> Um, in a sense of just being righteous people who help out the community all the time and they fight evil on a regular basis. A real childlike ideology. But that's what Amelia is supposed to be. But Amelia is so off putting because she doesn't fit with the group of everyone else in Slayers. Zell Goddess fits within the group, Amelia does not fit within the group. Lena is, is rash. She's not. She's not level-headed. The chick is quick fire temperature. She has a fire temperature fiery um, temper. She, she destroys cities sometimes. She charges people large amounts of money. She's okay with stealing. She does a lot of shit that's underhanded and downright illegal, but Emilia is someone who's willingly following her on a daily basis and then confronts others and say that they're evil. When you're walking around with someone who's not a good person. You recognize that they're a good person. Because she's done it multiple times. You recognize that they're a good person. But then you sit there and tell yourself. No nah, they're kind of good. And then it's like but you are quick to judge other people. And immediately want to punish them. Regularly. But with Lena. You have a change of heart. And it's like they keep writing that in for her character. And it's really fucking stupid. It's She's, she's their Usopp. That's all that she is. It's an annoying character that was made to be annoying and they just give them some relevancy that way they can stay around with everyone else and that's as far as it'll go. Like, That's as far as their character will go. There's nothing else to her. And She likes Zell Goddess but she doesn't understand Zell Goddess which is another annoying fucking thing because she thinks that Zell Goddess is basically just happy but the man is a brooding... He's brooding and unhappy because he's literally um, something that he doesn't want to be. He's a walking chimera and he's constantly trying to cure himself. And he'll go to any lengths to cure himself. And Amelia just can't grasp that. Because to her, it's, you know, well, you don't got to be bad in order to cure yourself. And then it's like, how, how else am I going to cure myself? There's, there's literally nothing that exists that can help me. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I love, love that Zell Goddess' nature towards Amelia is just so, meh. <laughs> because it's like, meh. Yeah, nah. But it's like, you know, it, it's anime from back then. You know, they always hint that they got a relationship. That's whatever. Nothing you can do about that. It's just it's just how they do shit. Um, hell, they did that in Slayers Next by having Gowrie and Lena Kiss. And that was so fucking retarded if you don't know any of the names of which i'm saying for these characters then, then go watch the anime i'm not about to sit here and explain anything just, just just watch the anime slayers and slayers next are actually good decent watches and i would just say watch slayers try just so you can see exactly how off the rails they fucking go with the series compared to those very first two things you don't need to watch the ovas in the movies those things do nothing they're not even canonically. They, they don't even canonically fit within the uh, anime spectrum. And they're not important to the anime at all. So again, not necessary. So uh, one of the, um, so the, uh, going back to what the actual story was. Um, one of the things that was interesting is that when they got to this new land with all these new people and everything. They then discovered that basically technology is far more advanced in these outer worlds. While magic is something that a lot of people can't usually do. Things that are normal for them, like uh, monsters or, chim- or Zell God being able to walk around as a chimera, where people will just kind of point and stare and look at him as a chimera. In this world, they straight up just be like a monster. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and so, you know, like, and that, that actually was different, interesting and awesome. So, and then it shook um, the story up a bit as well as it did for some incredibly good comedy. As Amelia was going around doing stuff, using magic regularly, flying around and saying all this truth and justice shit. And everyone was saying that, like, she was this goddess or this angel going around. She can heal people. You know, she was just doing, like, healing spells and recovery and stuff like that. Simple, basic shit to her. To everyone else, they were seeing as if she was some holy relic. So, Goddess was going around just wrecking temples because he was trying to see what all the magic knowledge that they had to help him. Which they had none because magic wasn't really used a lot and then they held those temples sacred but no one went there and he was just busting his way through. No one could really stop him, no one could do magic. So then they were going around calling him a demon. And so then it was asking Amelia to fight Zelgadas, and Zelgadas was like just nonchalantly still walking around doing his thing and Amelia was like, Yeah, you're you're causing trouble for his people that they're saying that you're a demon and He was like, Well, I don't give a damn. I'm trying to do what I'm doing. So that I enjoy, you know? And I was like, yeah, this is actually really cool and interesting for these characters. I honestly like seeing this. You've already had them in a regular setting. This shift in what they have going on with the world, because Hellmaster Fabrizo is dead, could open up so many fucking doors as to what you can do with these characters as well as what they have going on. But then again, they sweep that shit under the rug in order to go for this overarching storyline and plot that just deals with them dealing with another big, bad, monster-type villain guy. And not even Valgov, but someone else. Because, hey, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <sighs> shit. Um, again, um, the first layers, it was interesting. Because the guy that everyone perceived as this, there was a certain way, Turned out he had just a piece of um, what was his name? Uh, a I'm remembering all of these names because I just saw try, and so like all these names are coming back to me. But um, he had like Chaberenido trapped in his eyes or something like that. Um, so that's and then it's like they had to fight just a piece of him, and then like on the second one they fought Hellmaster for Brizzo in his entirety, you know, and he was just this over, just this overpowered creature. And in and try they just added a new dude, Darkstar. That was it. <laughs> and it was like that. But with Darkstar, it was just that yeah, it's a guy named Darkstar. And then to make uh, Gowry relevant, because you know I haven't been saying his name, and because he serves no purpose outside of the fact that he has the Sword of Light, is that they make the Sword of Light a tool that is necessary in order to fight Darkstar, or to free him, or to imprison him, whatever. Because it was made from Darkstar. Who was supposed to be one of the other four monster gods or whatever. Um, Stupid shit. And trust me, if you watch Slayers, they explain this over and over and over and over. Exposition is not a stranger to Slayers. Fuck that shit, man. It... And it is something that basically a lot, it's a cliche in anime, but it was done, it was overused so much in the older anime than it is today. Um, More so in the parent when you hear like the English dubs and them explaining shit, when it's just that, you know, you see someone do an attack, you see a character show up, or you see someone even just remotely do anything then you'll have a character sit there and go oh my god is this the power of blah 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 and it's like this doesn't i'm seeing what they're doing why the fuck are you having a character explain what they're seeing when i'm also seeing it and then what they're explaining is just a question as to what it is that just happened <laughs> is this his power how could he be so powerful what we already established that he's a freaking god in comparison to you people. Why would it be so far-fetched to think that his power would be that much higher than yours? Real dumb shit like that. And just to stretch along, nothing. It did nothing. It, it did absolutely nothing. They had so many moments in Slayer's Trial where basically characters were just sitting there repeating and saying the same shit that just went nowhere. Or just giving that cliche type of dialogue that ends with nothing, as if to convey that, um, you know, like there's more coming up later. But this character knows what it is, but they're not going to mention it now. So you need to keep watching if you want to understand why it is that they're upset. So they do shit when they walk up to something, and they be like, "Is this? No, it couldn't be." And then the episode will cut off, and then you be like, "Well, what was the point of that? You know, what what is?" That's, God, that's that's terrible, terrible writing. And then when the character sees the thing that they assume that it was, they don't tell you that. They just, it couldn't be. It's, yes, it is. What is it? Well, this is, oh, what is it? (laughs) It's like, well, this is this. What is that? Well, that is blah, 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 blah. Wow, this is blah, blah, blah. Yes, this is blah, blah, blah. That blah, blah, blah did this. Whoa, I didn't know that that was real. I thought it was a myth. I didn't think that that would ever be possible. Blah, blah, blah did that. So this is where blah, blah, blah. And and this shit just goes on and on and on like that over and over and over again. Every time they did something even remotely new. And it's so boring to just hear this dialogue and to see nothing. And, ugh. And, and the ridiculousness of uh, try, and and it's like you know I can't blame try with just this adult, it just fault in this um, period because again a lot of nineties anime did this shit also. They would have these amazing, just amazing anime uh, like drawn, uh, just scenes or like like the backgrounds and like the animation was just on point. The shit looked beautiful and they would have these long like long drawn out scenes different camera angles showcasing exactly what the background and everything was and they would be great they'd be cool and and then it just be the characters talking about a bunch of bullshit and you would just be uninterested in whatever the fuck it was that they were talking about you'd be looking at some crazy animation um some just some nice animation and you just be like yo could they just shut the fuck up? And, and it was like, yo, that happened so fucking much. But it's like, because you're so uninterested in what the fuck was going on, you just really took yourself out of anything that you was looking at. Because it didn't matter. And it's like, well, I can't even respect the beauty or the majesty of whatever it is the fuck that they're at. Because what they're talking about and what they're telling me, what it is it's just so fucking uninteresting so it's like well this is that well that's that's dumb it's like the the build-up of everything that you've been doing was just for this place well that seems stupid because it's just a hallway this is dumb (laughs) so it did did so much goofy and dumb shit and it just immediately they set up a story and a plot that was fairly interesting and then as it kept going, they kept making it more and more convoluted. For no reason outside of the fact that they just thought it would be good, you know, just it led to a bigger, badder villain. But even still the bigger, badder villain didn't do nothing but just show up, be bigger and badder, and then the previous villain, Valgov, was was back. Like so he never left. So he was still the main villain. It's just that now he was attached to the bigger badder villain. So there was that. And and it did absolutely nothing. Did absolutely nothing. And then I would say one of the worst sins that they could possibly do was to make um Philia. Uh Philia, she was a brand new character introduced in Slayer, Slayers Slayer's Trap. Oh. I need something to drink my tongue's getting dry. Uh she's a brand new character introduced in Slayer's Trap. The stupid thing with her um well it wasn't stupid she was a dragon she was a um a golden dragon and golden dragons are actually supposed to be fairly rare um it was interesting when they brought her up because she was the one who was sent to find lena and the rest of them and she told that they were a part of some prophecy the, another thing would fucking dumb fantasy stories is when they introduce prophecies i fucking hate prophecies as it just it, it's like it's sloppy it's just a sloppy ass way Of doing storytelling. I hate it when they try to do. I hate it when they did the prophecy bullshit in Harry Potter. It's like do you need a prophecy for the story? Like the story could just be the story. And it's like you introducing a prophecy. Doesn't change anything. Because you're still going to have the story be the same way. But you're introducing a prophecy. In order for it to be like you know. Now this is the jumping off point. To make people want this shit to happen. And then it gives. um, There's some type of. uh, You know relevancy relevancy to the main character as people allow them or have them do stuff because they're a part of certain uh whatever prophecy you know it's okay for harry to know about the order of phoenix even though his parents were in it and you know you can't really tell if you could trust him or not because he's the boy who lived he's the boy a part of the prophecy yeah i don't even know that's like that's not the just you understand what i'm saying it's just that when you introduce a prophecy, you're more likely to have your characters get away with shit because of the fact that they're a part of a prophecy or other characters will allow them to get away with certain shit because they're, allowed, they're, because they're a part of a prophecy as well as the introduction of the characters themselves because they need to follow said prophecy. Where, to me, all that's saying is that, you know, you just don't know how to introduce a fucking character. You don't know how to make this something where, you know, it's just a plausible means of existence you know just hey we needed help so we went to go find these people to help us we went to find your sister that's who initially wanted because she's a more powerful um, sorceress but then she told us to go find you that's all they needed to do with lena they didn't need to introduce a prophecy that stated humans darkness will do this darkness the twilight will reign over the heavens and the light will come forth. just dumb shit Really, really dumb shit. Um, It's like when they did it on Digimon and they had a prophecy for exactly how to get rid of Myotismon. And then it was like, why the fuck do we need a prophecy? Why can't there just be, you have some understanding of exactly what could happen to help do a mega Digivolution? You know? (laughs) It's like, because we've been doing regular Digivolutions this entire show, but now all of a sudden there's a prophecy involved. And then when you later do stuff in Digimon down the line, you start to question the fact of, yo, why the fuck was the mega evolution for Agumon and Gabumon have to be carried out in a spe- special, specific way when later on people just mega out of their ass like it ain't nothing? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so then it was like, so then what the fuck was the point of the prophecy? Why couldn't they just mega evolve? And it was like, well, they needed the, the prophecy because it sounds cool. No, it doesn't <laughs> And then I'm harping on this on Digimon, but I actually like the concept of their prophecy on Digimon, like what they did. Um, two angels um, will shoot arrows of hope and light into the hearts of their loved ones, um, and it was like yo, and it was like yo, the crest of hope and light. Both Anjumon and Anjumon they shot arrows into Ty and. And um, Matt, because they were the loved ones of their protect. Fucking genius. Like, I, I love that. <laughs> and it was like, when I saw that play, I was like, oh, that was clever. That was clever. But it's like the fact that that was necessary for a mega evolution to happen in the grand scheme of Digimon is stupid. <laughs> it's like, the stupid. I like the prophecy, but it was stupid. And now, when you have something like in Slayers that tried to have this overarching prophecy that they never was specific with until basically the very end, um, it was just really dumb. It's it just really dumb, and it was like it just seemed like they were just pulling out of their ass explanations as to what a prophecy was. But realistically, like with most things, when they introduce a prophecy, yeah, And I chalk this up to Shakespeare. I feel that Macbeth made this bullshit prop- popular because of the witches in the beginning of macbeth the witches in the beginning of macbeth tell macbeth his whole goddamn story but if the witches didn't tell macbeth his story then macbeth wouldn't have happened you see what i'm saying it is like they they told him that he was going to be king if they never told him that he would have never agonized over the thought of becoming king which inevitably led up to him killing the king and then becoming the king you see what i'm saying and then him getting become incredibly arrogant about it because he's like no one can kill me because the witches told me i will only be killed by a man who wasn't born of a mother and then the guy that eventually killed him was born from a c-section you you see (laughs) and and it's like that was that was incredibly creative and everything but the witches were a plot device because the witches only showed up at that one moment they don't come back they don't do anything else they were there to tell you the plot (laughs) like they told they told Macbeth the plot of everything they told him how the entire story is going to play out of Macbeth and then you basically get to see him live out that plot because he knew the story already that's that's how that that's how that went down, but a lot of people don't understand. One back then that was a new thing, so it's not something I could say was a cliche because that's they they did it like he did it first. He did it really well, and just the concept of Macbeth playing out is actually ingenious because, like I said, he knows his story. He's just now acting it out, and then he's getting he's basically going through a lot of mental mental anguish. Because he knows said story, but because he doesn't know how the story goes in the finite detail, it plays out exactly the way it's supposed to play out because there's nothing he could possibly change. But if he didn't know this, then nothing would have ever happened so it goes so that's how it goes now, The thing is is that when people introduce prophecies or when they try to use prophecies, like I said, it's just a lazy, cheap ass way of trying to say. You know, these characters are supposed to do this. It's like, well, why are they doing this? The prophecy said so. Most of the time when anyone introduces or says that there's a prophecy, you notice how they never say where the fuck the prophecy came from? Then it was like, if something was so smart as to introduce or to have a prophecy about something, why not use that knowledge to get rid of whatever the fuck it was that's supposed to be the antagonist in said prophecy? In Star Wars, there was supposed to be a prophecy of the Chosen One, who was going to be a Skywalker. That actually led to a lot of the stuff that Obi-Wan lets um, Anakin get away with, because he assumed he was the Chosen One. He was the one that's in the prophecy. But, you know, it led out to what it led up to, and you, know, you can debate whether or not you believe that Anakin was the Chosen One or Luke was the Chosen One clever writing on george lucas park right there because i'm on the side of anakin being the actual chosen one the man did throw the emperor so <laughs> I mean, he got rid of the jedi overpowering jedi that basically was the police force of the senate and uh or the republic and um yeah and then he got rid of the Sith lord so realistically he brought the balance hey i'm just saying but um that has that has no place in here and got Star Wars has no place in the an anime discussion. <laughs> you bastard! What the fuck are you doing talking about Star Wars right now? There's no place in the an anime discussion. But I'm just going on the facts. I was like, Yo, where, where the fuck the prophecy came from of the Chosen One bringing balance? Where that prophecy come from? If they were so keen on the said prophecy, if they knew so goddamn much as to what was gonna happen, why is the shit coming out vague? You know? And it's like, why even say it at all? Why not keep this shit to yourself? That way you can silently watch and try to fix or understand what's going on. Instead of letting out this information that you are not too sure of. Dumb shit like that. Dumb shit like that is just it's, it's just lazy ass writing to me. It's just so fucking lazy. Because you're trying to make something... It, it's like, geez, like... like I don't want to say it. It's just like, yo, you, you fucking suck in doing a prophecy thing. And, and it's like, yo, the, the nuance behind it is so much more complex than that. And it's just like, yo, this is just, it's really bad writing to me because of the fact that it's just, it's just a, it's just a blatant way for you to go, I don't know how to start this. I don't know how to jumpstart this one thing. Like, I was like I, it could be anything, but I can't think of anything. So, a prophecy. So this character is important because in the past, they said a character who fit this description is important way to way a profile a lot of people but you know <laughs> this child will do this and do that hey this kid can do this and that they are the chosen one the chosen one is like well who made up the prophecy and the chosen one will defeat the evil who will come up when this happens and this happens It's like, how about how about we make sure that th- that shit doesn't happen so then the chosen one won't have to risk his life for some shit that we could have prevented years ago. Uh, nah, 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 that's, that'd be stupid. Because then there would be no story. Well then, why we have a prophecy? Because we need a story. Fuck. So, <laughs> so they, uh, just, just to harp on that aspect. But, um, what they were doing with Slayer's Try in the beginning Like I said, very interesting, and actually, I wanted to see more. That's why I fucking finished it, because I wanted to watch it. But it's just as it kept going, it just got dumber and dumber and dumber. They had filler episodes. There was a town that hated dragons, and Philia was put on trial, because um, they hated dragons, and they wanted to trial a dragon. And then um, Zelos came and made her mad, and she damn near destroyed the town. It was like, what's the the fucking point of this episode? It was like, well, it was a campy little corny episode that they do and again it's not something that's outside the realm of slayer so it's like i expect shit like that there's literally an episode on like slayer's necks where there's a dragon and it's a dragon that's a dude that dresses like a girl so it's a drag gun i'm not kidding that's the joke that they make and then it gets a cut on its face and so it doesn't leave to hurt anyone else because it's now scarred, and it's ugly now. So the dragon stays away. I'm not kidding. It's, a, it's an episode. I hate it. It's real stupid. It's not funny. And it's just, that's the campy shit that they do in Slayers. But again, when, when it got good... Hellmaster for Brizzo. that was actually good. I liked Hellmaster for Brizzo. There's a lot of things wrong with Slayer's Necks, but I, I liked Hellmaster Fabrizzo's plan. The shit was. I liked that. I liked his plan. I liked what he was doing to accomplish his plan. I thought it was cool. And, um, one of the things that they did to keep Gallery, um, relevant is that they introduced the fact that, um, yeah, like, his sort of like was a weapon that belonged to the. It was created from. Um, the Dark Star dupe and there was five other weapons just like Gowries. and they were used. To, um, they were going to be used to try and uh, oh, excuse me, they were going to be used to unseal him, unseal Lord Dark Star, or to put him away, whatever they wanted to do. Because you really couldn't understand if the villains were villains or good guys. Because they kept going back and forth with that bullshit because the overarching because the dude that they showcased that looked like just a straight up bad guy wasn't even really a bad guy. He didn't even exist in this world. So then it was like, okay, like way to way to sit there and try to subvert our expectations by having this dude who looks completely villainous not be a villain. Then they showed other people from his world who looks nothing like him. They're not even dressed the same. Like the the armor that they wear is far more sleek and stylish, while well, this motherfucker looked like he just woke up from a tree that died a thousand years ago, and he was just like, "Dad, yeah, fuck it, I'll wear it." <laughs> and it's like, and he got white gray. He has like white hair, and his skin, his skin is this ridiculous blue. And then the people that are from his world as well, their their skin, like one dude's skin is like uh, light blue, and his hair is blue. And another dude's skin is light pink and his hair is pink. And then the armor that they wear is sleek and stylish. And, and actually it looks kind of, um, not, not bulky and hokey like the other dudes is. And then they just wait. And it's like, you couldn't sit them next to each other. And was like, yeah, they exist in the same place. But it was like, no, we're supposed to believe that they exist in the same place. And I was like, yeah, somebody's pulling a rabbit out of their ass right now. And it's just fucking stupid. Then they fucking killed the dude that looks like he was from a tree. And then we were supposed to perceive that these guys are now the good guys. Really dumb. Really dumb. So they just they just kept having one incident after the other pile on and on and on and it just got fucking it's dumber and dumber and dumber. They um had Zelos around, uh, who was he is their residential antihero type character. Uh Okay. So I have a lot of problems with Zelos. Um, because I like Zelos. Zelos' lore is um what they have what they bring up and what they talk about him as a monster is cool. Um, because of how dangerous he was and how powerful of a monster that he actually is supposed to be. But the thing is is that they can string Zelos along because they string Zelos along for a reason. But Within the lore and the spectrum of the Slayers' world, Zellos should not be the way that he is or as close to them as he is. And it keeps they keep going against the grain with his character in opportune moments that basically suit their story. Um, in Slayers' Next, they did this by actually having Zellos be the main person who got... He got deeply injured when he fought Gov. Um, like damn near, like his whole, like a whole side of his body, damn near, just like got ripped off, and he was like screaming on the ground and whatnot, just to show you how powerful God was in comparison to Zelos, who you you know annihilated dragons, which are just supposed to be these high powerful beings in the Slayers world, and Zelos killed a bunch of them during a, a war, so that was just a, you know a power scaling situation. I was like yeah, Zelos, damn. Then Zelos got taken out of commission, and then that's when Hellmaster Fabrizzo showed up. So the excuse was that you know Zelos was kind of healing during the whole Hellmaster Fabrizzo bullshit. But realistically, because Zelos himself is a monster, he would have had to have listened and obeyed Hellmaster Fabrizzo, who is one of the top monsters of their world. So, so then when they introduced Zelos and Try. Zelos basically he was doing the stuff that he was doing because he was like my superiors want to find out this in this world of slayers monsters are different from demons and i've always thought that was interesting and cool and i love that concept because demons are just evil creatures but monsters are um just things that come from nothingness and want nothing but chaos destruction and nothingness they want to go back to nothingness by causing as much chaos and destruction as they can so what one of the things with hellmaster for Brizzo is that basically lena is capable of do, using a spell that can call upon the power of the lord of nightmare who can who is who is nothing but pure nothingness and chaos so his plan was to get her to do that spell he was going to kill her the spell was going to fall and then uh fail and then everything would go back into nothingness. So that's the overall goal of all monsters. And like they state that multiple times. Monsters want nothing but chaos, destruction, negative feelings, negative thoughts, just absolute nothingness. They want to return to nothingness. That is their core desire. That is everything that is inside of them. They were created for that purpose. They are they are literally just pure realistically they're pure evil because uh like i think with demons it's like you know there's a there's a certain thing when it comes to demons and it's like they're evil but there's a there's a something that they do i'm not sure (laughs) but uh with monsters it's like yeah there's no reasoning with monsters these motherfuckers is crazy like you could reason with a demon apparently um so they did that and like I always thought that was interesting. I thought that was different, you know. And you know, neat. That's cool, neat. Um, so when it comes to Zelos, who basically freely walks around and chats with the rest of them, they use him as an anti-hero character. So he's constantly helping out them. He's he's constantly helping them out all the time, as well as talking with them, chatting with them. They're they're all damn near friends, but. Everything he's doing is always under the sly notion of he has an alter he has an alternative motive for whatever it is that they're doing. Like yo, he, like Zell's might be cool with us, but just watch him because he might be up to something. He's a cooking up or something. So that's cool. The first time that they do that with his character, but in every fucking thing with Slayers, he's always doing this. Like, why do you have him do the same thing? over and over again just to have him fall just just to make it just basically be a whatever thing with him and it's like yeah he had this plan that he was supposed to do whatever and it was like he's been a sneaky little snake then at the very end he just buckles down and helps them that's that's all that happens every fucking time and it's so fucking stupid they even had him multiple times betray them or to do things where it was like going against what Lena and the rest of them wanted only for the opposition to be against what he wanted or for Lena and them to interfere in what he wanted. And then he just kind of went, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, come on, you know, guys like this, like, yeah, we'll forgive you this time, but don't do this no more time. Yeah, I guess I'll, I guess. And it's like, what the fuck? And it was like, you, it's like, why do they do this? to him all the time. And it's like, this is so stupid because now your character is just a cliche and it's just, you are you are just always used as a get out of jail free card. You're a powerful ally for them that is never on their side, but when the chips are down, you're on their side. And that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> that makes no everything I just said was a goddamn contradiction. And that's exactly what makes up Zelos's character. And it's so fucking stupid and aggravating whenever they show him. He never you never can look at him and go, Well, when he betrays them, this is serious. Cause it's not. It's never serious. Yeah, he betrayed them, but they'll be cool later. And that's exactly what happens. And Tri did this to the the most dumbest of, of aspects because <laughs> most of the times when he would betray them or then start helping them they weren't even there. He asked them um, Valgov if he would join him and then they only had Philia there. And then the rest of them didn't see when this when Zelos did that, which was a complete betrayal on their part as Valgov was trying to kill them. But Valgov is a monster and they were saying and he was saying that his superiors wanted Valgov to come back and work for the monsters. But he was like, "No, I don't care about the monsters." I only cared about Lord Gov and the monsters wanted to kill Lord Gov and again the contradiction because he believes Lena and them killed Lord Gov when it was Hellmaster brisa that killed Lord Gov so I was like why aren't you waging a war against the monsters in the first place stupid <laughs> just really fucking stupid um and then you have Zelos basically uh then fight valga for a little hot second philly is the only one there to sit there and question and uh, bring his character under notice you know like how could you do this what about leaning the rest of them and then him just going with like yeah but i'm a monster like i got my own shit to deal with rather than that because it's not a friendship thing for me but then at the end of the series they buckle down and make it a friendship thing for him so the fact that they wishwash with his character multiple times, mind you, because he does this all the time, really fucking stupid, <laughs> and it's just like, it does not help, because he betrayed Lena real quick, because he sits there, and, and it's almost as if he's playing with children, because of how powerful he's supposed to be, and it's as if he's playing with kids, whenever it's not like comical or whatnot. And then he turns around and is like, well, I got this other shit to do. And there's never a moment where he established dominance or is just like, you know, lets them realize exactly who it is that they're fucking with. Just because this dude sitting around and letting you jab him in the stomach doesn't technically mean that, you know, he's not going to snap your fucking neck if he gets annoyed with these little hits. No, they don't do that. they just, no, he's cool with it. You can keep punching him like that. It's not going to hurt him. It's not going to kill him. But just keep doing it. And then, like, if he feels like it though, like he might hit you back, but it won't care, it won't hurt you, it won't kill you. So you literally have nothing to worry about with him. He's just, he's around, all the time. It's okay. Whoop de doo, and it's so fucking stupid. And so they string this along that way can keep having his character pop up, and then he does his trademark where he'll just say it's a secret, and, and it, again, it does nothing. It, it really does nothing. It's just ugh. now the now in the beginning it was in, like in the beginning when it had Zelos you didn't know he was a monster. So his him acting that way, him doing the things that he did under the like the precog of like you don't understand why he's doing all this stuff. Then when it got introduced that he is a monster that's incredibly powerful and whatnot. So then it was like oh that's why he was doing all this stuff. Then 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 you didn't you didn't call into question anything he was doing he was he was basically undercover you know and so then it was like okay but then in slayer's try they know who he is they know what he's about and then they have him do the exact same fucking thing again and then it's like why why would you why would you do that why why is this an okay thing for you and then they tried to give the pretext at the end of it to where it was like well we're gonna have a basically one of the monster gods to come down and try to destroy the world but we don't want him to do it if the monsters are going to destroy the world like if anyone's going to destroy the world it's going to be the monsters so i was actually tasked to get rid of him that way he can't destroy the world and that's just one of the dumbest things that came out of his mouth and i was like so what what the fuck is wrong with you dude it's like if they if monsters want complete destruction and annihilation as their ultimate goal. Why the fuck does it matter who accomplishes it? If, if your goal is for the nothingness, the thing with Gov was that he was a monster, but he fused with the dragon. So he no longer had the same want as a monster. He himself actually wanted other things. He just had monsters that served under him because he was really powerful. So he no longer wanted to go to nothingness or to bring everything into the... Into nothingness. And that's why the monsters themselves wanted to get rid of him. The dude wasn't playing ball. And so. In try, The fact that they basically had a guy that is playing ball. And is one of their higher people. But then they were like. Nah. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Just. Oh that was so stupid. That was just so. Stupid. And then they basically tried to have. A uh what is it called a um a scavenger hunt with the weapons of light that they had scattered around in this area that basically no one has been into um for a while but yet gallery family has had their sort of light for generations um but no one's been able to leave that barrier that hellmaster Brizo set up so the fact that these other weapons are just in this new area that they went to and it's not all over the world but just in this new little area really like that was that was a thing so now have you seen like i've mentioned a bunch of different stuff about a bunch of different characters and everything and it kind of coincides with the plot but but realistically they get rid of whatever motivation that any other character had for whatever selfish reason that they're even a part of of this group in the first place. Like they just they just got rid of them. So after the first time you see Zelos go into a temple. To see if there's anything in there that can help him. Or to look for more magic stuff that can help him. He no longer does that. He doesn't do that for the rest of the anime. They'll have multiple times when they're looking for artifacts and whatnot, But it has to do with them finding the weapons. It has nothing to do with him and whatever his wants and what his needs are. Without the series. Now d now they also um make Gowrie just this complete and total idiot who basically is just following around with no hope of um, of just like of of ever being anyone stable in his life, and they're constantly just basically taking away the sword of life from him because it's a key element in the plot of this season of uh, of this anime. But at the same time, it's one of the only redeeming characters that Gowry has. So, the fact that they didn't work on that or do anything more with that outside of him just being depressed that he doesn't have the Sword of Light was really disturbing. Um, They never did anything that showcased it like his swordsmanship skills were basically something to be rivaled or feared. Or even add more to the fact that when he was under control of Hellmaster Fabrizzo, he possibly learned that there's more that he could do with the Sword of Light. So, they could have added that on to to his character. Or at least with the fact of them adding on more weapons that use the Sword of Light ability, you then come to find out that, you know, they had other things that they could do since they were created for another purpose. Then Gary could then find out that, hey, you could do more with the Sword of Light. Anything like that to just expand on the Sword of Light or him understanding something or just growth with his character, period. Nope, fuck it what nope fuck it <laughs> heller there's even a point where um uh it's these amplifiers that lena has to make her spell stronger that she wears and uh at the end of unlike the last episode she just goes they're not working <laughs> and that's it she just goes they're not working someone cut off the connection they're they're not working and then it was like, who did it? And they don't say who. It doesn't matter. It's just they're not working. In order to add on drama, why the fuck not? Really fucking dumb. Oh, and then another thing. Uh, Philia, the golden dragon chick. I uh, didn't really get into her when Zelos, but um, she is, she is the character who basically does the whole prophecy thing. That's why I got into with her. Um, so she's introduced, and she's the one who basically petitions this prophecy thing to them that forces them to follow said prophecy for whatever fucking reason. You know, like, they, that's what you need to do, is follow this prophecy that was made up by whoever. Get off of it. Get off of it. Get off of it. So, her character is completely stupid. Um, outside of being the driving force that's pushing them into the story... She does nothing. Um, she's supposed to be a golden dragon, which is incredibly powerful creatures, but she does nothing. Um, even when they actually in the realm of them fighting and throwing down, she'll do a few little hits and that'll be it. But it's shown they show her with overwhelming strength. Strength with overwhelming strength. She has a freaking mace on the side of her leg that she carries around. That's incredibly heavy, um, and like no ordinary person can pick it up or carry it. And she's actually incredibly powerful. She knows magic. She has a dragon form and all that. But uh, the joke with her and her dragon form is that she feels that she's naked. So she doesn't like turning into it. Yet you see other dragons fly around that are totally fine with it. But with her, it's a morality thing. And then I was just like, it chalked it up to anime logic. So that's fucking whatever. Because when she turns into human, she gives herself clothes. And when she's a dragon, she's just a dragon. So... That concept is really stupid. Um, and Then you see just dragons all the time. So you know, it was like, okay, so you know, are we supposed to believe that dragons all just feel that they're naked, or is it just she's stupid? You know, <laughs> because it's like dragons don't normally wear clothes. So it's it's you it's it's her right? Like she's the dumb one, not not me. It's her. She fucked up. I'm not fucked up. She fucked up. So they they do that with her character now that's all whatever when it comes to philia and i could care less because um of how slayers are with their jokes and their gags and everything her characteristics don't aren't that outside of the norm um of what they have for the main characters within Slayer With slayers and honestly she was actually a good fit especially with the introduction uh, introduction of Zelos. he wasn't introduced in this anime but when they brought in Zelos, her being um a priestess who served one of the gods, who then looks at Zelos, who is a monster, as basically this being that's just like, no. And then the fact that he's actually friends with Lena and the rest of them, and they know, and like, they're okay with him. And she's just totally against that, because it goes against everything she was taught and raised to believe. Good. Funny. I like that about Philly. That, that interaction with her, and that, dynamic with her was was something that was interesting you know and it was like yeah little gags here and there with between her and zelos or him making her mad or talking about her and whatnot and it's like yeah that's all harmless that is all well and good totally cool it made her a part of the crew and i like that so it was like it made like and then her interactions with them were very authentic she didn't like the fact that lena and them would waste her money and eat a bunch of times and she would complain so she was she was essentially the new straight man. And so that was cool. Um, it's really a thing that they chalk up to Amelia normally. But she's the kind of straight man who's okay with the antics. And so that doesn't really work. Uh, when you have a straight man that's against the antics, that's, work, that, that's what works. But Philia got fucked up at the end. Because Philia did nothing until the end. Amelia was just a nobody character until the end she was brand new added on and again her dynamic with the crew was authentic enough that it's like she fit in but it wasn't um it wasn't anything special to make her stick out as a character so she had literally no development as a character for a long long and then they just introduced the fact that she felt bad for Valgoth because he was a he was a um a another type of dragon, and they somehow thought that that meant uh, character, like that that was something that you added to her character. Like no, she actually cares, and that's not what that means at all. No, you tried to make a villain sympathetic and you needed a character to feel sympathetic for that villain otherwise no one would feel sympathetic towards that villain because i wouldn't even understand that i'm supposed to feel sympathetic towards this villain unless you had a main character whose sole fucking purpose was to sit there and get sad every time this villain showed up or said what he wanted so that you can understand and convey that hey this guy isn't bad. It's the system who screwed him over. Oh, the system. He was a dragon and the dragons betrayed him. Then he became a monster. The monster betrayed him. He don't know who to trust. You could trust me, baby. I'm here for you, baby. So, that's that's what Philia became. And it just, whoo, grandma gears. And And when they did that, it was just some of the, dumbest shit that they ever possibly did everything that philia did then made her a complete representation um for her entire fucking race and that is just beyond stupid she was then blamed for shit that happened in a war that she wasn't even a part of she was then blamed for shit that her superiors kept hidden from her that she didn't even know about and then for some reason she should have and she should have felt um whatever about it but just just the dumbest type of uh of just um way to just ridiculously make her character just completely inconsequential is that they gave her a major role at the end of the anime where on the last episode she had to be the one to call upon the spell whatever they were going to do for the final little attack and she was there when it came up with the fucking plan. Like, I'm gonna do this, you do that, and you do this, and you do that. And it was like, yeah, 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 got it. We all got our roles, cool. Then we're about to do the final attack, and then she just went, I can't kill Valgoth. And then it was like, what the fuck? And she was like, but killing him? That just doesn't seem right. We've, like, he's been through so much. I just won't, I won't, I won't kill him. And then it was like, okay, it's either you kill him or he kills everything. Cause that was his plan was to kill and wipe out everything and everybody then it was like what are your options what sounds worse then she was like you're right (laughs) and i was like what the fuck like was i supposed to sit here and believe that she literally had an existential crisis during the final moments in the last battle on the last episode this would be the time at which she was like i'm against violence and everything else that's going on we're in this shit now kid (laughs) it's like it doesn't matter what you're against oh my god like that's just so so stupid and it was just so un it's like it could have been done better i could have felt sympathy for um for philly you could have made it to where it was like you knew this like because the anime you knew that she was a devout worship her and then she believed in her people and things like that then she just started finding out truths of what her people actually did but you could have actually did a hell of a lot more with that you could have made philia far more likable you could have made more information being done about her far more episodes introducing her rather than the main characters or her or her interacting more with the main characters so you got to understand philia a lot better but then you also go into her reasons and decisions for being so devout towards um, the religion that she was a part of in worshiping the fire dragon king so like why was she so devout it wasn't just because she was raised but certain things that made her devout and why she believed so much in what they're doing and then you break down slowly ever so fucking slowly the truth of everything that's going on have her initially be in denial of it rather than it just you get all this information as to why her people are bad immediately and then she's just like oh my god my people are bad and then it's like that's it that's all you really fucking get just like one quick episode that lets you know her people are bad and and that's all the justification that she needs to just completely destroy her faith rather and then what was dumb is that the build-up of this did nothing to build up that that's what this was inevitably going to she just saw a pillar here and a pillar there and she's like wait a minute this belongs to my people what was what is it doing here and she saw another one this is Oh no, this. uh, She just starts freaking out. And then I was like, what the fuck are you freaking out for? And then it made even less sense because she was freaking out over something that she didn't even know anything about. So then it had the. So then it's like. So you end the episode with her basically spazzing out over something that she didn't even know what it was? What? (laughs) Why would you do that? Just to sit there and go, you know watch the next episode Uh, this shit's getting crazy and it and it was nothing it was really nothing so the and then like after when she found out that her people were bad and when it was explained to her in a dumbass way because basically she was told through the voices of the dead somehow it was stupid she just went to a temple and then dead dragons were telling her your people did this answer us why would they do this why did they kill us you, answer for your entire race for something that you had nothing to do with or knew anything about. Yeah, um, I'm fucking no. <laughs> I wasn't there. Like, did, what did you guys do? Like, cause no one just decides to just kill, you know, commit genocide for no fucking reason. What did you guys do? <laughs> you know? And it's like, what did you guys do to piss off everyone else? That's why they genocided your ass. So, just, just dumb, dumb shit and it's like she found out this information and it was an immediate <gasps> with her and then just to sweep everything else under the rug they then just had one incident where the rest of the golden dragons that ever exist i am to believe were just murdered they just got massacred for no reason they they just all were killed it did nothing to the story to kill all those dragons but they all died and their reasons for dying was because, meh, you know, like it is just we will do anything to protect the secrets of our people and to like, justify what we did. And then it's like, really, you know, because like, that's not what's at stake here. What's at stake here is a weapon, you know, and it's like they didn't know anything about said weapon. They knew about the temple. But the temple is what housed the weapon. And then they could easily get through the temple. So, again, it was really dumb that they didn't... And it was like, the temple housed the weapon. And the weapon was necessary for the prophecy that they were following. And they knew about the prophecy because they got Lena and the rest of them to go with it. So why the fuck would they not tell them about the temple if that was something that they desperately needed And they should have went to in the beginning because the weapon that was at the temple could have really ended a whole lot of the bullshit that they were going through earlier in the fucking series. Just so stupid. So stupid. Just unbelievable contradictions. Unbelievable just random ass was what i was supposed to sit here and believe was character development when it was obviously just shitty writing because they just tried to convey an entire character's emotional struggle in one episode and honestly i felt nothing because the previous episode was either a gag or the episode afterwards is going to be a gag and i could give two shits and it's like this isn't going to stick like um once valga when they first tried to bring out Darkstar, and valga got himself disintegrated the episode right after that is like um, Lena basically being in Wonderland, and it's like a play on Alice in Wonderland, and Lena kind of flipping out. And it was like it was like an amusement park thing, and it's like this had this this was nothing. And I was like, yo, you just went through this ridiculous battle. They tried to convey this crazy ass information about this Lord Demon God or whatever. Um, I mean, Monster God or whatever, and then you just go into the jokes what <laughs> just I, ugh it was just so bad man it's just it was just so terrible i did not like try it was atrocious and i thought i just i just thought like you know why like what was the point What was the point of this? What was the point of this? And then at the very end, the icing on the fucking cake is that they essentially just shit on everything else that they ever possibly did and tried. Making all of this bullshit just... Yeah, the whole point of this this anime was just for them to complete the prophecy or whatever. The end. Not for them doing what they were doing in the beginning what they showed in the anime, which is that they had their own selfish reasons for wanting to go to this new place and do their own stuff. Oh no, fuck all that. Just when they completed the prophecy that was the end of it you know we're out of the episodes good night Irene. no 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 just and then like they was like so what do we do with that um let's see uh since philia was the main emotional focus in this season i don't know how you picked that up but go on well what if because you were so against killing valgov we just have him get reborn as a baby dragon yeah that seems nice i think the kitties will enjoy that Valgov, the guy who was okay with completely destroying the world and killing everybody because he was butthurt that the dude that saved his life got murdered because that motherfucker was evil. That's that's who you want to bring back to life. He was okay with killing. He was a monster. He chose to become a monster. And he was gladly killing under the orders of Gov because that was fine. But he adamantly... Was trying to kill the heroes of this anime. Multiple times. And he just kept failing. Because he's a shitty villain. And you're going to get him reborn? Because I'm supposed to feel sad about what happened to his race? No. I'm not sad about what happened to his race. I don't fucking know anything about those dragons. They're dead. That's not what this story is about. (sighs) Fucking idiots. So then he got reborn and then and then they took Gowry's sword away. Now this is the ones need to be processed. Gowry's sword was one of those five weapons that came from Darkstar and they were used to destroy Darkstar. Cool. The other the dude from the other world, you know, there's supposed to be a god, I guess, I'm not sure. Um they they said that but i was like yeah that's that's a far-fetched thing from a god but um he took all five weapons with him back to his world and then lena went are you sure gary them taking your family sword cuz it was a family heirloom and he said yeah but he said yeah i mean well it's from the other world right so it seems only fair and i was like all right and then the dude just took it and he left and then the series ends that's that's, that's literally how it ends that's literally how it ends they show little quick montages of what the characters are doing usually um you know obviously with Lena and Gowrie just stuffing their faces and then that was it. And it's like them walking away and that was it. Now, there's so much wrong with that. It's just fucking atrocious. But the whole reason that Lena and Gowrie travel together is because Lena believes that the Sword of Light belongs to her. And she wants it. And Gowry says that it's his because it's a family heirloom and he's not willing to give it to Lena. So because of that, that's one of the things that start their relationship is that basically they travel together because Lena won't leave Gowry's side because he has to sort of light. And Gowry's just too fucking stupid to just leave Lena so he's just traveling along with her because hey, why the hell not? Gowry's dumb. So, if you take away the sword of light, they literally have no pretext for them to have their relationship. There's no reason for Gallery and Lena to travel together anymore. Now, you can sit there and try to sly your way and saying, well, Lena will come to the senses of her feelings and say that she liked Gowry. But this season had nothing to do with that. In all of Slayers Tried, there was nothing upon the pretext of Gallery and Lena liking each other. They did the same bullshit in Slayers Next. But then at the end of Slayers next, they had Gowrie and Lena kiss. And then they had Gowrie being taken away because of Hellmaster Fabrizzo. In order for Lena to convey her feelings of since she's been traveling with Gowrie for so long, now that he's gone, she misses the hell out of him. And then she realized exactly how important he was to her. But in try, they didn't do that. Gowrie didn't do shit. One of the more meaningful things that Gowrie did was that he asked a very valid question that no one answered. He said, Lena, are we the good guys or the bad guys in this in this story? and then she just uh well and realistically they were the good guys because they didn't get they were brought into this situation that they didn't ask for but what they were trying to do was to stop a creature from basically destroying the whole world fuck the whole dragons thing that was the dragons problem and it just the fact that they never clarified that really fucking stupid Whew. i've been talking for too long my mouth is parched i'm incredibly upset and i have to go take a shit <laughs> <laughs> so with that I'm going to end this here um, I did not like Slayer's Try if I was to rate it which I don't like to do but if I was to do that I would give it a 2, 2 out of 10 that seems harsh but only because I don't care for it you know what, nope, I'm going to be real Uh, got to get up and walk around real quick because my legs hurt um, I'm be real with it i'm gonna be really real uh i would give it a four out of ten only because of the five episodes that i like in the beginning of it that actually urged me on to see how the rest of the bullshit would turn out so being fair i'm too far away but being fair four out of ten but the entire series and everything that goes on all the filler episodes and all the dumb convoluted shit that happens I do not suggest you watch Slayers try. Watch Slayers to get the understanding of everything that's going on. Watch Slayers next. See how cool it is. Tell me what you think. And if you absolutely have to watch Slayers try, hey, I warned you. My name is Daniel. <laughs> if I have some other stuff to talk about, I'll let you know when I do. Um, but for right now, my name is Daniel the Flame. This has been Fun with Flame. And as always, people, hope you have fun.